Life Audio. I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to so much more. In John 16:12, Jesus stated, "There is so much more I want to tell you." He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. And one great way for God's Word to come to life for us is through meditating on it and inviting the Spirit to help us notice what He wants us to notice. So after a quick word from our sponsors, we'll be back to meditate on Matthew 28, verses 5 through 10. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now, before we get started, I want to invite you to pause here and go into the show notes to download the free Lectio Divina guided journal that I've created for you. It outlines exactly what Lectio Divina is, what you can expect from this process, and it gives you some space to capture your notes as you move through these reflections. As always, you can do this as an audio only experience, but if you want to go a little deeper, that's available for you. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. So the first thing we want to do is prepare our heart, our mind, and our body. So start by taking just some deep in and out breaths. It's a way to signal to your body just to rest, to relax. As you breathe in, say a quick prayer asking the Lord to help you notice him. And as you exhale, just hand over to him anything that feels weighty to you today. As you keep taking deep in and out breaths, let me pray for us. Oh Lord, we thank you for time set aside to hear your word. And we pray that your spirit would be loud and that you would help us notice what you want us to notice and that everything else would become quiet. Lord, the things that feel distracting to us right now, we ask that by the power of your Spirit, you would also quiet those things. And Lord, just help us to be present with you. We ask that you would teach us through your word, and we pray that through this time, we would grow closer to you. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as a quick word of context, this passage happens just after Jesus has risen. 
Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, who Matthew 27 verse 56 tells us is, or leads us to believe anyway, is the mother of James and Joseph. And so these two Marys go to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body with spices, which was a practice in the ancient world that was a way to honor the deceased. What they were not expecting to find was that Jesus' grave was empty and he was missing. They certainly weren't expecting that, and they were definitely not expecting to find him resurrected. But of course, we know this story and we know that that is what's happened. So the first time I'm going to read this passage to you, I'm going to back up and read Matthew 28 verses 1 through 4 just for a little added context, and then the rest of the readings will just be 5 through 10. So for our first reading, we'll just add those first four verses. As always, with the first reading, it's just an opportunity to hear the passage and to know where it's going. There's no agenda beyond that. So this now is our first reading from Matthew 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, at the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Now, as I read the passage for you a second time, this time we want to ask the Spirit to help us notice something in the passage, a word, a phrase, maybe even an idea, but something that seems to stand out above all the other things. As always, I want to encourage you to try not to overanalyze this process. Just see, is there something that captures your attention? And when that happens, hold on to it or jot it down, 
and I will give you some space to reflect on it after the reading. So this now is our second reading of Matthew 28, verses 5 through 10. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then he said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my disciples to go to Galilee. There they will see me. So take some time now to reflect on whatever it is that seemed to capture your attention in this passage and Ask, how might this connect to my life right now? Now, as I read the passage for you a third time, I want to invite you to again notice whatever you noticed in the second reading, and then we'll take that another step and we'll ask the Lord how he is inviting us to respond. There's often a sin that he's bringing to mind that we need to confess and turn away from, or a command that we need to remember and obey, or a truth that we just need to remember or there's some sort of trust step that we need to take, or just a time to worship him for who he is. No matter what it is, just be open to that, and then I'll give you some space to respond to God after the reading. So this now is our third reading of Matthew 28, verses 5 through 10. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. 
He has risen. Just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He is risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. So take some time now to respond to God. However you believe he is inviting you to respond. Now, as I read the passage for you one final time, we want to receive it in a posture of rest, resting in God's goodness and love, resting in who he is and who he's created us to be, resting in the truth of Jesus's resurrection and what that means for us. So just take a deep breath and rest as you hear these words. This is our final reading of Matthew 28, verses 5 through 10. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. 
for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He is risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Oh, Lord, thank you for this encounter that the two Marys had with you. Thank you that it is captured for us to reflect on today. I can't even begin to wrap my mind around this experience for them. To go and expect to find one thing and to see something so different and unexpected and eternity changing for them and all of us. Lord, thank you for their boldness and thank you for their faith and thank you that they are an example for us. So whatever it is that you had for us today, Lord, would you help us cherish that peace, that little nugget from your word and carry it with us as we move through today and this week. Lord, that we may recall it whenever we need it. Thank you for your word. Thank you that it is living and active. Thank you that you are living and active. Lord, we love you and we worship you. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, I want to encourage you to listen in to the Companion Podcast, where I have a conversation with professor and author, Dr. Nijay Gupta, about his book, which is called Tell Her Story, How Women Led, Taught, and ministered in the early church. Here's what I would love for you to know about this conversation. It really opened my eyes to perhaps some things that we've been missing about women in the early church. And it was just super encouraging to me. So I do hope that you will give it a listen. So a couple of quick things before you leave. One is if you are looking to go deeper in the study of God's word, I've written several Bible studies, and I'd really love to recommend them to you. So you can find sample chapters at the link in the show notes. And if you are enjoying this podcast, would you subscribe? Would you share it with a friend, rate it, review it? Any or all of those things truly deeply encourage me, but they also help others find the podcast. So thanks. Thank you for being an ambassador for so much more and for helping spread the word. Thank you.
I want to say thank you also to the team of Life Audio for their partnership. And if you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find lots of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. There are shows about prayer and Bible study, parenting, and even this one on scripture meditation. Well, friends, thank you again for joining me on so much more because we really do believe Jesus has so much more to say to us and we are creating space to listen. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God and aren't we all praying the big prayer? Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.